Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So you got that swole for that one <laughs> bit for getting beat up in that chair. Yep. Not even the sex scenes, just getting beat up in that chair. Yep. <laughs> All right, Mike, please introduce our awesome guest that we have today. Listen, man. Listen, man. <laughs> this episode, this is the creator. I hope y'all know. We got Monica Mitchell in the building. We got my guy, Banga, in the building. So what are we doing today? What are we, what are we about to get into? Man? So we got Monica, who is originally a writer on... how. What season did you join Power? I joined season two of Power, the original Power. Yeah, right. So you, she's up. She's, yeah, she's been here for a minute. Yeah. She's OG. An OG. OG. Yeah. And we got Banga in the building. She's just I, old. Listen, <laughs> listen, I'm a huge fan, bro. I just want to say, you have been in everything. <laughs> you are a legend. Um, and I'm just super excited to have you here. So Banga's... Old school actor doesn't like watching himself. So, <laughs> so I had him come in. He plays RSJ. I ha- obviously, I had him come in and I was like, He's like me. Yeah. Do <laughs> the episode that you're not in, you can recap. And he's like, All right, fine. <laughs> even that, I forgot to watch. <laughs> I'm like, He gave me one thing, <laughs> one, one thing job. to do. Yeah, one job, man. <laughs> I'm like, Can you actually talk about that? So, as, as an actor joining a show that's in a third or fourth mm. season, whatever, do you. Um, what do you ask production? What do you ask creative? Uh, do you go back and watch? Like, what's your process? My process has changed over the years. Like, when I first started, I was like so anal. I was in everything. I want to see everything. I want to all those things. And then I wanted to. Then I realized I wanted to give room for you know for life to kind of create on set. Right. Um, just and meet the actors and meet see what they're doing to it. And you walk into other people's homes. You know, as far as the the things that you guys built. And so. And it can go either way. Some people are just real standoffish. Some people are just like, yo, come play. And like, the set was like that, so it was dope. So I was just like, let me just like let's play with these guys and just see what happens. So it was, it's been fun. I mean, I, I've known Courtney also for years. I remember auditioning for Ghost. For Ghost. Oh. Yeah, like with Courtney. What? That's years crazy. years you ago. For Ghost? Yeah, 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 yeah. Years That's ago. Crazy, and so, but she but she also used to be on um, she was on the good the the Good Wife mm-hmm. when I was on the Good Wife because I'm old and so <laughs> bro you so, look like like late twenties I'm not gonna it's like... the steroids it's, <laughs> uh, I, the trick is to rub it in your skin <laughs> once you get it that's skin. the trick exactly that's, that's the trick <laughs> <laughs> and so I just but, been putting it in my butt <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding pause no, but <laughs> we're all about to get canceled <laughs> um so. I was really impressed though too when I started to work with you all and just be on set like, oh this is this is chill, this is good, this is and I get to be home in New York and I'm like, all right, I I like showing up to this job, you know, so yeah, and I'm you glad can we t- created that from the t- from the top, thank <laughs> right. you from the top down. It's like that's where usually what the energy you know happens, you know, and gets disseminated throughout the cast and crew. So yeah. So how did like when did RSJ happen? Like like what what's Yo, the story with that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'll go. All right. Here's just, just, just. I we know. I think we. Oh, all okay. Oh, no. Okay. The, okay. The okay. But. So initially, um, I was supposed to play Obi. Like Obi. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was supposed to play Obi. Because you did the table read for. Yeah. 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 Yes. Of course. Right. So I did the table read, and and so I got getting my mind behind it. I'd even started um, the dialect coaching, and the day before we're supposed to shoot. I think it was the day before. Uh, I got diagnosed. Oh shit. <laughs> with COVID. Oh. oh, the French one. Yeah, the big, the big. With COVID. And I'm like, no, no, no. And no one was was like, we're responding back. I'm like, why? Why is nobody responding back? And the, and and I find out later, like like one, they found I had it, and then they were trying to figure out if like if if given enough time, like if they could move enough things that I could like, still do it. 
But I think, you know, so much of this obviously is location dependent. Right. And so, and then I get a call <laughs> from my my reps like, yeah, so, you know, you, you, you have COVID. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> I love how it's not a doctor telling you it's an agent. Yeah, you got COVID. So you got, you got the COVID. And, like, and you, we haven't really heard from them because they've been trying to make it work. Yeah. And uh, they can't. And, uh, and oh, so, uh, so, so you're fired. <laughs> but, but, but they have this other thing. And they're gonna send it to you, and if you like it, you know that you can rock with that. And you know, afterwards, I was like, "How many times do you do you get fired in a conversation and then hired in another?" Same, yeah. So it just it just reminded me to be grateful, right? You know. And so I'm like, "I don't want, I don't play, I don't want to read it, I don't want to RSA, no, no, no," because I, I already got my mind behind this yeah. thing. Like, all right, I'll read it, and I read it. I'm like, Billionaire, all right. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can do this. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so that's that's how that came to be. And then it was just fun. You walk around with that billionaire energy. Yeah. 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 The second yeah. he got on set, I was like, yeah, he's a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep, that's he's a billionaire. That's my jet. Well, it's funny, too, because we, we were in the writer, like on Zoom, but we were in the writer's room when all this happened. And so we had, you know, RSJ was conceived as kind of an older character, maybe in his 60s, right. a little bit more experienced and sort of someone that'd be a mentor to Tariq. And then this all happened, and so Brett came into the writer's room and was just like, uh, <laughs> Bank has got COVID, you can't. and we were like, what? And he's like, but what do you think about him for RSJ? So we got to like kind of mm -hmm. reconceive the character, and because we had the lead up time to do that, it was like, yeah, we just got to like see it in a new way. I think that it's way cooler. So yeah. Cool. yeah, I think sixty-year-old cool. RSJ wouldn't yeah. have been as fire. Yeah, yeah. 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 it would have been as fire. No, he was more. He was more swaggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The energy, but yeah, it was definitely more cool. Yeah. Like I think so. Yeah, and it's kind of like easier for like a character like Tariq to kind like to kind of like connect with with the with the RSJ like rather than the older RSJ. And and nowadays we we have billionaires in their forties. Yes, right, which is crazy. People don't understand how much of scheduling just comes into. Like what you see on screen. Yeah. Like people be like, well, why wasn't this cat? Why was the cat? There's no casket. Why is there no body? What? Yeah, he was unavailable. Yeah. <laughs> like they were like they're spinning. They're like he's alive. He's like, like no. Nope. He, he just he just so couldn't he just go to see his feet in the toe tag. Right. <laughs> like they're like, well, we never saw. It's like there's so much that goes into it. Like yeah, there could have been a whole different yeah. character, everything, but it's just the way how, how it works. People have different schedules. They live different places. So. Yeah. I was so I don't know if you've ever seen The Wire, but you know you know Slim Charles, the greatest show. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> I was actually initially cast as Slim Charles, mm. and we were about to start shooting, and and it coincided coincided with the day I was taking classes and I had a clown final, and. <laughs> And, exactly. You did clowning, wait, clowning too. Yeah, yes. I did clowning yes, too. Yes. I feel like you kind of have to. I, you do. Yeah. You do. I was really ignorant at the time. Like much of my early career was just like just saying yes and knowing nothing. And then I remember calling up casting, and I'm like, I can't do it. And they said, Why can't you do it? And I said, I have a clown final. And they said, You have a, you have a clown final. I was like, Yeah. And then and they said, They said, Okay. Are you sure? I said, Yeah. And I really want to finish this. And and so I turned it down. Wow. And uh, I, I didn't know that you turned down you don't turn down roles on HBO like that. <laughs> I, 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 I had no idea. And then and oh then and then I and then they recast. And then like a few weeks passed, and I was like, you know what? Maybe maybe I shouldn't have turned down that role. <laughs> yeah. And then, how'd you do on that final though? The, I, I I don't even remember. <laughs> I don't even remember how I did on I it. I think he remembers I, the wire a little bit. And and then they called me up and they said the writers and producers really like you. They have another role. They want to know if you'll take it. I'm like, I was driving. I almost drove off the bridge. Yes, yes, I'll take it. I'll take it. And I and that's how Chris came about. Damn, it's yeah, almost yeah. it's almost like that energy of being like, yeah, I don't really need it. Because so much of the entertainment industry is people like desperate. Exactly. Mm. So when like people come in and they're like, "Yeah, I got a clown final," they're like, "This, guy's cool <laughs> this guy's cool as fuck." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They you did. They did tell me that. Like they were, they were kind of like indignant. Like who was this guy to turn us down? <laughs> yeah, and they, yeah, yeah. Then they probably, came back. They were probably throwing back. Yeah, it was like, I didn't. It wasn't a play. I was just ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> That's all Memorable it as hell, though. Yeah. No one has given them that. <laughs> yeah. So Monica, I kind of want to. Um, we had. Courtney on yeah. and um, Courtney didn't talk much about like staff writing specifically mm -hmm. so you came on power as a staff writer correct well yeah I originally came on in season two I was a script coordinator nice. so basically in the writers room we've got the staff of writers and then there's several assistants that kind of help the machine work at the mm -hmm. at that level and so as the script coordinator you are getting all the drafts from the writers or now the outlines and kind of proofreading everything formatting it sending it to 
the network and then also to production. So you're kind of a liaison between the writers and production, right. making sure the scene numbers are right. So when they schedule everything, it's not all messed up. Damn, that's a lot. It's a lot. Con- a checking lot. continuity. One right. of the you know one of those. Um, so I was doing that. I've been doing that for several years prior, just trying to make get my break in right. writing. And then Courtney hired me on for season two as a script coordinator. And then season four, I got promoted onto the writing staff. So so how did you get promoted? Did you have to give her a writing sample? Like like can yeah. you walk yeah, us through the process? Absolutely. Of that? So she's very, very invested in promoting from within. And so right. most seasons, pretty much every year, she'll allow all the staff writers or, or you know, ask them to submit a sample script. Mm-hmm. Um, usually it's a pilot script. So it's an original series that you've come up with on your own. Um, and then she'll read all of them. And then wh- whatever the staff will allow, like one or two people to get promoted to the staff, then she, she with the, a network, will get pr- approval to hire us. So I submitted an original pilot that year. And I did not get hired. I was in contention. But so- someone else who was the writer's assistant at the time actually got the promotion um and so then the next year came around and so i submitted another script the first one i had submitted was a little bit more family drama-esque because that's kind of really what i thought my wheelhouse was at the time mm-hmm. and she, <laughs> she loved it but it was like tonally not as good as the other writers um so the next year i wrote a script that maybe tonally was a little closer but she didn't like it really <laughs> it wasn't that good like she, it just didn't work there right. were several things she didn't like but because she liked my script the year before so much she promoted me so i got uh, season four was that first year as a staff writer. And what was the first episode you wrote? Four ten. It was, it was when Tariq killed Ray Ray. Wow, that was my first episode. Wow. I got to I got to co-write it with Courtney. So <laughs> she was she was co-writing the finale with a staff writer on that's Power. Fine. So nice. that's, yeah. And then was your next one in season five when Brayden comes that's in? That's right. Yeah, my second one was the introduction of Brayden. That's yep. right. Wow. So you wrote the Brayden character. That's right. Fire. Yeah, I mean, we all, like, in the writer's room, it's such a collaborative. Thank you, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> you know how yeah, you'll be like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Monica. <laughs> we all, you know, in the room, we all kind of come up with, the, with uh, the characters together, so it was a fun character to conceive of, but then once you go off to script, I was the first one taking a, a stab at his voice, and... Right. I got to see all the original casting tapes. So when it was, I remember when your tape came in, we were watching, I was in my office watching all the Braden casting and it was like, good, good, good. And then yours came up and was like, oh, that's, that's the guy. Like there was just, I literally went into Courtney's office and I was like, you have to watch this one. This is Braden. That's and she was like, that's him. That's him. But he, he was written a little bit more like Trace to start, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, yeah. You, and you guys are brothers. So obviously there, I mean, obviously Trace was created after the fact, right. but there's an edginess and a, Funny, sarcastic, whatever, but then you brought your vibe to it. So then we kind of leaned into that once we yeah, saw. Wow, I love that. Yeah. That's, That's so dope. That's super fun. That is so dope. Uh, did, did you do a tape for, um, for Obi or? No. The... He's offer only. Whatever. No, I am not, I am not offer only. <laughs> this is a tape. Sometimes. This is a, a tape. You don't see my career. He's like, what's a tape? You don't see my career. He's got a clown final. No, no, no. I had a clown final. He's like, a tape? No, no. I auditioned to. It's sometimes auditions, sometimes offers, and you know, as you you guys know, it's all dependent. You know, it's been going back and forth the idea of me doing the show for for a minute, and I've always wanted to work with Courtney. You know, so yeah, yeah. Fifty was posting some stuff too. Oh He's like, God. we got to get Banga. Yo, <laughs> yo, yep, that man's reach is scary. <laughs> yo, yeah. yo. I so I wake I wake up one morning, and my phone's going off. Texts. Instagram, everything's going off. I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And then I, it's people are like, yo, 50 posted to you. 50, he's looking for you. He's looking for you. And he's looking for me for what I do. Exactly. Oh, money or something? And at this point, though, we had already started talking about me doing the show, and and uh, it was it was in the works. And I was surprised because I was like, he he can find me. We're already talking. And I get on my, I get on the phone with my my managers at the time. They're like, you should respond. You should respond. You should respond. I'm like, I don't know what to say to Fifty Cent. <laughs> and then and then and my homegirl goes, you should say. I'm right here, my N word. And I was like, <laughs> it's a white girl. Like, yes, no, yes, no, no way. No. You're lying to me. Okay, I'll, I'll try to figure something out. Thank you. I'll, I'll figure it out. Thank you. And I was like, bless her heart. But everyone was trying to figure. I'm like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what my to say. My N word is crazy. And, and, and then, because she's like, you gotta match him where he's at. And, and, and meanwhile, people are blowing, like, like blowing me up. You know, he's trying to find you. You better get that bag. Try to get that bag. And I'm like, this is, and I don't know if 50, I know he likes The Wire, and I know he liked Chris, and I'm like, I don't know if he knows that I'm no longer playing Obi. And I'm like, he might be doing this thinking I'm gonna be playing Obi, and I'm not gonna be playing that, so he's gonna, he might be disappointed, this or whatever. And meanwhile, the day's going by, and then uh, this, this, this guy I know, I haven't spoken to in years, really cool dude, he, he calls me up, he's like, what's up, man? I said, what's up? 
He's like, hold on a second, let me be 50 y'all. Like, what? 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 And I was like, no, I'm not prepared to talk. Hey, hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if someone had told me that it, they, they were about to put him on the phone, I would have said, no, I'm not prepared to talk to this man. <laughs> Maybe next week, you know? <laughs> but, um, and so we ended up talking. Well, he ended up talking, and I was listening for, for like, like 15 minutes, and I got off the phone. I was like, oh, I get it. He's brilliant. Yeah, like, he I, just promoted. He knows that, what he's yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, oh, absolutely. I was like, he's a master marketer, and it worked. I was like, people were like, he literally doubled my Instagram following, <laughs> and like, but it was also scary because I had people calling me that that I hadn't spoken to in years. People who didn't, I did not know they had my number. People I didn't know. Like, I mean, I mean like, but his reach yeah. was like disturbed. This this was last year, right? Mm -hmm. People are still stopping me in the street. 50's looking for you. Hey, yo. like, yo, what's, 50's looking for you. It's That's like this crazy. is yo. I got the message. Yo, <laughs> I think I got the message, guys. Watch watch season three. You ever, you ever see the following? Uh uh. No. So it was a show that was on Fox a long time ago, and it's like this guy who was like a he was like a cult leader, but his power was he was in prison. His power was that he had so you didn't know who was part of his cult. Police. Like judges, just whatever it could, they, they all they all blended in, and so it reminded me of that because I'd just be walking down the street, and all of a sudden, like a complete stranger, Fifty's looking for you. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 so the Yo. name of this episode is Banga thinks Fifty has a cult. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the reach of this yeah, man though is like uh, it's like. Right, but he knows what he's doing. He knew you were cast, and he's like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Master, master marketer. This guy's brilliant. Right, brilliant. He knows how to get the attention. Yeah, and he takes that 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 those master marketing skills, and he just applies them to different industries. Right, you know, like whether it's being the literary world, whether it's film, it's just like okay, this. Yeah, he literally just posted something yesterday. He's doing some unscripted stuff with the Hulu now. like every week it's a new something deal with a new company. He's built differently. Yep. Yeah. We're going to take a quick break from the episode. Listen, we already know that cuffing season is over and tax season is upon us. So you know what you need to get? Manscaped. Listen, we're not only taking care down here. Manscaped is here to make sure your paperwork is done and the boys down there is having fun. All right? Trust the 8 million men worldwide who use Manscaped by going to manscaped.com. Listen, I trust Manscaped more than I trust all of these girls I've been hanging out with. 20% off. And free shipping with the code CREW. You know how we feel about shipping. We're not doing that. Make sure y'all use that code. What's a better way to invest your tax return without getting razor burn? Manscaped got that full package from head to toe to make sure you get your money's worth this April. The Performance Package 4.0 is the ultimate bundle to reinvent yourself and your confidence. Listen, that lawnmower 4.0, baby, that's the star of the show. Offering a precise shave on all your wildest edges. Equipped with the LED light heavy on the D, you can get into those areas with ease, even in the dark. More exciting news, now we have the Weed Whacker 4.0, which trims your nose, your ears, everywhere. Yeah, I was just using that the other day. My nose hairs was getting a little crazy. I actually crazy. did too. Dude, that thing is dope. Yeah, it feels good too. It's like a little... It's, dude, it's kind of like, like... satisfying a I know, bit. I feel like I'm gonna, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 And that bad boy been totally revamped with a new blade. Smooth and sharp and precise. Like, it's busting. And dare I say, it is the best package of all time. The ear and nose trimmer, the underwear, the... It's got everything, baby. Listen, this joint is cordless and rechargeable. And it comes with skin-safe technology so you can avoid all those, you know, poles, tugs, and nicks and nugs and all that crazy stuff. It also comes with a crop preserver, which is an anti-chafing and moisturizer... For your boys. And a crop reviver. Keep your boys from sticking to your leg and keep them feeling brand new. Mine's not that big, so it doesn't really stick to my leg. That's <laughs> mostly his problem, but um, I, I still have my own problem. So listen, when we're on set and we need to shave for our scene, everything, we use Manscaped, okay? They have a brand new product just for your beard, not just for your boys. Listen, we did say the whole package. The brand new Beard Hedger Pro is the new head honcho. Containing nine plus products and wet goods. This is everything you need to craft your signature look. And listen, you can get all of this for 20% off and free shipping with the code CREW at manscaped.com, baby. That is 20% off plus free shipping with the promo code CREW at manscaped.com. Don't just get your money back this year, man. That's not the most important. Get your swagger back too, man, with Manscaped. Get that thing swinging and dangling, baby. Back to the episode. Boo! 
All right, so before we get into the episode, I just want to kind of... I kind of want you guys to go a little bit of your start and how you got into writing and how you got into yeah, acting. Yeah, yeah. We got it, bro. Because I mean, it. I am generally interested in both. Like, I I, I really do want to know, and then we'll then we'll get into the episode the last last twenty minutes of uh of the episode. Cool. Yeah. So so, so who wants in. to say, who, who, who wants to dive in you first? Wrote the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what 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 yeah. what started your 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 you know your spark to want to you oh, know okay. start sharing stories and creating your own stories? Great question. Um, I so I, when I went to was in college, I studied communications in English. I kind of was like. Just trying to figure out what was was fun for me. My dad gave me a really good piece of advice when I was starting school, and he said, "Just take a bunch of classes, and the ones that you like, take more of those." Which right. was like a very privileged place to be able to be approaching approaching my education from. But it was really helpful. And so what I did was I was I took some film classes, I took some creative writing classes. I thought maybe psychology, you know, just kind of testing the waters, and and ultimately ended up spending a lot of time studying abroad in undergrad. And which was amazing. And then by the time I was ready to graduate, I had no skills <laughs> to have a job. But well, you had a great time. But I had, had a, a really time good time and I learned you a lot. Abroad? I studied abroad. I did a program called Semester at Sea, mm-hmm. which is amazing. And then I did a semester in Rome, which I know Michael's got some time there. And oh, then I did yeah. a semester outside of Sydney, Australia. Nice. That's so fun. It was great. It's a really good way to do college if you can find a way to do it that way. Um, yeah, do it, do lots, it of, lots of scholarships and lots of side jobs to get that. <laughs> yeah. but, is, um, is that where the Italy stuff came from? For I was pitching Italy hard in the room. I was pitching it <laughs> back in original power. But then oh, once really? we were in Ghost and we were in college, I was like, yeah. study abroad semester <laughs> in Italy. Yeah, something. Fucking so, COVID. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, seriously. But yeah, I was like, every year I was kind of whispering that. So when we actually got to do that, I was like, Damn, finally. We got finally. <laughs> I really wanted us to get to go shoot it there. Oh, but yeah. Maybe, God. maybe season four. Oh, um, God, but yeah, so I was like, I'm going to, I figured I would um, go to graduate school. And I was like, it was either film or creative writing. I wasn't exactly sure. And then I had one of those moments as I was sort of like looking at my programs and my options of like, in a quiet moment, I heard the voice that was like, television television and I was like of course like once I realized that TV was always the medium that spoke to me when I was a kid I loved the long form of it I loved like being a part of a story and a character's world for a really long time so that from that point forward it was just like full speed ahead I went to graduate school and studied um, television production and I just knew I wanted to be in TV I wasn't even sure that I wanted to write yet at that point I was taking writing classes but I kind of was like I'll do anything I'll drive a truck like I just want to be part of the machine that made TV It, it is cool um, it. It's the best, and it's like that. Looking for a, a family experience, kind of outside of you know, in in a workplace, is right. like really we're together all the time doing this stuff. And so I took a bunch of writing classes. I I moved out to L.A. because kind of that's where you have to be if you want to have a writing career. Greatest place in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I do, I do love it. <laughs> got my own opinions on that. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I love New York. I actually, always wanted to live in New York, but. Since I moved to LA first, New York yeah. is not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I love that we get to shoot out here. It's kind of best of both yeah. worlds. Um, but anyway, so I, I got an internship on the show Medium, which was Patricia Arquette oh, was yeah. playing a psychic. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was my first shot out the gate. And so I got really lucky. It was season two of the show. And so I got to start as an intern and then just be an assistant there. Monica is the queen of season two. I'll tell you what. She's like, it's a successful show. Let me just Let me just. <laughs> She's like, let me wait. I'll t- <laughs> just the water. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you're doing good? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, all right, let me get it. Yeah, room for me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's a good way to do it. If it you can find so. your way. It is so. Come on. Um, yeah, so I got to I got to be an intern there and and be in all the different departments. They they rotated me around, so I got to be on set. I got to be with the writers a little bit. I got to spend a day in the art department and production and post production. And uh, it was a really like all encompassing experience. So I kind of got to see what was what. And ultimately, I knew at that point that I wanted to be in the writing. And so um, I kind of just had to bide my time. Like I was writing, I was doing scripts, um, like in my own writers groups and trying to get read. I sold a freelance episode to Medium with the writer's assistant at the time. And we were so excited. Like we finally got our break. It was season seven. It was the last season of the show. And they, were, they like called us into the writer's office and they said, congratulations, you're writing episode 13. Mm. So we're like, oh my God. They're like, go buy a fancy car, which we did not do because <laughs> that's a terrible suggestion. Yeah. And then three days later, we got canceled. Ooh. So we never that's got why you don't buy the exactly. That's why you don't buy the fancy exactly. car. That's right. Damn, I'd have been in the Lambo. Like, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> ah, damn. Yeah. I would have been in the Porsche like, yeah. so, oh, I should have waited. <laughs> that happens every pilot season. Yeah. Actors get a pilot. Oh, yeah, they go and bu- they blow yeah. it, and then yeah. the pilot doesn't get picked up, and yeah. it's screwed. It's yeah. like signing a 360 the deal. To what? Smartless podcast. Sometimes some of the episodes. Yeah. Uh, Will Arnett. He says every time he walks on, like onto the lot and he sees like an actor driving a nice car, he goes, "Oh, it's Johnny Got a Pilot." <laughs> 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 it was a Johnny Got a Pilot in a car. With a guy with-
hilarious. Yeah, but, yeah. But damn, and then and then you went to Power right after Medium. No, so I it was a long road. So after Medium got canceled, I did a season on a show for the Sci-Fi Network called Alphas, which was a first season show. We had a, a good time, and then I jumped over to the show Parenthood, and I got to go seasons uh-huh. three through five on Parenthood. Nice. And from there, then Courtney pulled me over. I was um, I was friends with her for a couple of years before Power went, and then when she was developing the show, I was on a really long hiatus because we had like six months off from mm-hmm. from Parenthood. So I was hanging out with her while she was like meeting writers and like having you know, kind of just doing the interviews and stuff just as you know as friends and so I was kind of getting the behind the scenes of the how it was all coming together and I was actually with her when she got the phone call that power oh, got picked she up she said that on, on her yeah it was oh, yeah. it was awesome so we yeah. were at coffee commissary mm-hmm. on uh Fairfax in Los Angeles and um Vladimir Svetko who mm-hmm. wrote on a bunch of seasons of power and then on season three of Ghost, also yeah. had been like he was having lunch inside the restaurant and he was like Looking for a job, and Courtney's like, "Do you have a script? I'm staffing right now." So it was really like <clears throat> this whole opportunity yeah. and and preparation meeting for a bunch of people. And so Courtney pulled so me over right. actually season two to script Courtney. Um, yeah, yeah. Vlad, Vlad's writing on Penguin now. That's right. With yeah, yeah. Penguin looks yeah, that shit looks good. Yeah, that, that new Batman show. But yeah, um, that, looks fun. that is crazy. Yeah. And then that's how Brayden's that, listen, <laughs> Monica. Cut to ten percent of everything. <laughs> listen, I'm uh, come collecting. <laughs> She's not playing those nah, games. Nah, the boys yeah. is coming over to Netflix soon. Yeah. So yeah. That's <laughs> Damn, that's over. crazy though. Yeah, yeah so the, yeah, from there I got to you know script coordinating on Power, and then um, Courtney, you know, created an opportunity for me to get promoted, and I co-wrote my first episode with her, and then since then, I've gotten to write a script or two every year, and uh, I actually think this this three hundred six is my eleventh, I think, episode that Ooh, I wrote. Wow. Which might, I'm not sure, but it might be the most of anyone in power other than Courtney because a lot of, you know, because I was there for the sequel as well. And then it was a lot of the original writers had moved on at that point. So I I got, I got some scripts behind me. That belt is heavy (laughs) right there. Yeah. Well, power and ghost, including ghost. Residuals. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Residuals is coming in. Um, uh, So last thing, I just have one question. So how how does it work in the room? Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. like, uh. You all obviously get together, there, but it's like it's like the way it looks. It's like how do you guys navigate throughout this whole room? Right. Like what is yeah? Like, what is what? So coming in at the beginning of the season, we kind of start with a, a blank slate, and mm-hmm. so we'll know how we ended the season previously, and so we'll come in knowing kind of like what we have to clean up, and we'll spend a you know a month or however long we have, sort of just pitching out what are really big things we'd like to see for the season. Where do mm-hmm. we want to take each of our characters? Kind of coming up with big arcs. We'll pitch it out to the network. We'll write documents. You guys, the char- the actors often get a character document for yeah. what's going to happen with them through the season. And uh, then from there, once we get approval on all of that, we start breaking individual episodes. And so as an entire room, we sit down and we say, okay, this is episode one, and we need each scene has to have these things happening in it. And then once we've broken the whole episode and blended it all together, then whoever's assigned to write that episode will go off and write an outline all the writers will read the outline, we'll give notes, and then they'll go write a script. And so, you know, collectively we're doing the big picture stuff and then individually or as a right. team, you'll go off and write the specifics. And then of course we all give notes. So everyone's got a hand in it. But if you are writing that script, you kind of have a, a much bigger say on like the dialogue and, right. you know, fun little moments that are kind of maybe the more surprising or unexpected. So each writer gets assigned um, an episode. Uh, yeah. Do you know when, when it starts or you don't know till? Yeah, usually <laughs> the way Courtney always did it and the way Brett did it at season three with us as well was that coming in up for episode one will get the assignments for the nice. whole season. So you, when it's your turn to, to write the episode, you'll get to lead the room and you'll get to kind of be the boss as we're breaking your episode and kind of nice. spearhead everything. So everyone gets a little bit of experience to nice. kind of like learn how to be in charge and managing and then, you know, luckily on this show we've been able to produce our episodes so we get to come out and travel here and right. be on set with you guys and kind of get to know the crew which is a dream because when we need to like if you see something you're like ah well um i kind of want to say this like we work with the writers yeah and then they'll just kind of change it on the day which is great it's the best i love that um well thank you so much yeah i appreciate you going into that because i've always you know been curious she got the heaviest belt 11 11 on the day you come at the thank you so much monica um all right so bang we'll bring it on over to you so like what what was day one at like when were you like i want to be an actor we the that's a very good question i mean i started in dc i, I so I, I i went to college on a wrestling scholarship i was a, I was a d1 wrestler yeah, and you look ripped right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> so let me find the tightest shirt i can wear. <laughs> and um so i don't have to work out just wearing a tight shirt <laughs> the um and when i graduated i i wanted to continue wrestling i, I had a pretty decent wrestling career and um so i was trying to figure out sponsorships and uh 
And in the meantime, I worked for the federal government for a year. Yeah. And I got curious about acting during that process, uh, during that year. And I bought some books. I started researching online, started submitting myself to to, to anything in, in the D.C. area. And uh, I was an extra on The Wire. I was background extra in the, in the pilot episode. I was I had submitted to different theaters. And, and so finally I was... Uh, I was cast in the, I was cast at the Shakespeare Theater like as part of the the ensemble of a play of a, well a trilogy of the Oedipus Cycle, and I resigned with the government and started doing it there, um, doing it that way. And I would just go to take classes in D.C. I would go see theater. Now I felt so behind everyone I was working with. I'm on a professional stage now, like third soldier from the right, and all these people had gone to all these fancy schools. So I started just reading a contemporary play a week, a classical play a week. I'd go see theater like like several times, um, and I was now in a play every night. So I was just and I'd write, I'd learn monologues. Like I'd write, write the first line, write the first second line, first second third line. I'd fill up whole notebooks of monologues, just trying to learn as much as I could. And uh, and it was also just all new and exciting. So yeah, that was so that was and then eventually. So I did that in D.C. for about a year, and then I was invited to come up. Um, Michael Kahn, who was the artistic director at the Shakespeare Theater, directed the Oedipus Cycles I did there. He was also head of acting at Juilliard, and he invited me to come up and audition. And I remember saying to some of the um, folks in the cast of the play, like, I'm already acting. Why would I go up and audition at, at, at Juilliard? And uh, they said to me, no, you you want to go up there and do this. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And so I'm like, when I came up to New York, I decided to audition at some other schools. Um, and then I stopped acting to go back to school. Um, ended up going to a school in New, in New Jersey for a couple of years. And that's when ended up getting like Slim Charles. I was going to shoot it. And then I, that, I had the clown final. And then I turned down Slim Charles. And uh, and then I was like, maybe I shouldn't have turned down Slim Charles. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So it's been a it's been a very interesting road. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So so that was the first thing you ever booked was the wire. The the first TV show. I mean, yeah. the whole time I was doing right, theater yeah, as well. Right. Um, I remember the first play I ever did was uh, David Ives' All in the Timing at uh, Tacoma Park Community College. Uh, while I was still working at the the government, it was it was like the that first opening night. It was like a like the. Hit I was gonna say like oh how nervous God. I would never. I was completely nervous. I was like they're gonna they're gonna kick me off the stage. I, I make I make no sense, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going what's going on. I'm just saying things and and then the audience stood up and I was like this. It was like a dopamine hit to the yeah, brain. I was like yeah. going crazy. Oh yeah, had I, gotta, rush, I was like I, was like, I got to I gotta do more. Yeah, I, I got to figure this out. I actually have to get good at this and do it. So it was yeah, and so I loved it. I loved it. Still, that's a great feeling right there. Oh my god, yeah, that's a great feeling. Yeah, yeah. You get a feeling from something from doing something, you better stick with. It. Yo, as long as you can. Well, we are so lucky mm -hmm. to be able to do this, especially at the level in what? which you're doing it. It's like what? makes makes no sense. It's a blessing, you know. That, yeah, that's literally what happened. When I did improv for the first. I had a first live show of improv. I was 18 years old. I, the laugh. I will never forget the noise that laugh made in the room. It was a packed room. I made the whole room die laughing, and it was like a drug. I was yeah, like, yeah. Because I've been doing it in my in every classroom yep. from 14. You know what I mean? Since I was really young. <laughs> And then by the time you're 18, you're a senior, you're in class with everyone, like your jokes are just not hitting. <laughs> <laughs> your jokes are just not hitting anymore. And then all of a sudden, you're in a room full of people of like, I, like I was on stage with all adults. Yeah. And I just was murdering. I just remember being like, I need this. <laughs> I need tomorrow. Tomorrow. What do they call it again when you do it again? It's just it's crazy. It's just yeah, a crazy yeah. feeling. Yeah. Let's take a quick break from the episode real quick and help y'all save some money. So when it comes to saving money as a small business owner, every little bit helps. Every dollar, every penny, every cent, every quarter, every nickel, whatever it is, it counts. ShipStation gives you access to discounts up to 84% off with USPS and UPS. Not only that, you can manage every order from one simple-to-use dashboard. When you lower your shipping costs and make returns easy, your customers stay happy while you save money. Using the ShipStation dashboard to manage all your orders is so easy. Right now, ShipStation is offering a free trial and a quick setup, so 
Now's the time to start with ShipStation. I'm saving so much money with these new ShipStation rates, man. I swear to God, I'm buying a new Porsche. ShipStation hooks you up with industry-leading discounts, so you don't never got to overpay for shipping or none of that crazy stuff. Over 130,000 companies had built their e-commerce business with ShipStation. And 98% of these customers that use ShipStation for a year, they end up being a customer for life. Listen, their return rate is way bigger than mine because they don't come back to me. Go on, Mike. And listen, all your shipping is handled on one simple-to-use dashboard. Their dashboard? easily integrates in with everything. Amazon, Shopify, eBay. They sell there, you name it, integrates. You can print shipping labels. Automate shipping tasks. Easily compare rates. And you can set delivery times to optimize your shipment. Come All from this easy-to-use dashboard. Come on, it's so easy, Mike and I can do it. So ShipStation grows while you do. Worry less about the bottom line when you can save money with ShipStation. Go to ShipStation.com and use the code crew so you can set up your 60-day free trial. 60 days and it's free. Man, I better go sign up, but don't forget the code, The Crew. Listen, if you guys want to see awesome behind-the-scenes content, everything, more guests, please support our sponsors. It helps us. It helps us be able to do more. So make sure you go to ShipStation.com and use the promo code, The Crew. Yeah, ShipStation is the reason I could pay for my M5 right now. Back to the episode. Boom! But yeah, dude, that's dope. That's dope. And now we got Banga in the building as RSJ. Oh, yeah. RSJ is in the building. I'm digging it. This is my last episode. And I'm, after season three, I moved on to yeah. another project. So I don't know what's happening in season four. That'll be yeah. nice to me, too. <laughs> RSJ might be yeah. back. <laughs> but speaking of season three, let's, let's, let's get into the episode. Let's get a little into bit. the episode, baby. This one was a spicy one. This is, I think, this is like, I mean, obviously, no, episode one was, you know, pretty spicy. But I think. <laughs> I think this might be the spiciest so far. Yeah, my it's funny. There was so much going on. Right, my mom texted me and she said this episode reminds me so much of the original Power Days, mm-hmm. and she like she doesn't know who's writing what or whatever. Right. And I was like, it's funny you say that because Monica literally wrote the episode and she wrote on Power for yeah. for four OG. seasons. So it's sometimes it's crazy how sometimes people can see that without mm-hmm. even knowing anything. There. Right. And Gabby, I want to say too, I co-wrote yeah, it with Gabriella, yeah, and she Gabby, Gabby was she Gabby. was with Courtney from day one, so she's yeah. the she's the, even more of an OG. We're going to get Gabby on yeah. here, too. Did, did she write... She wrote a previous episode this season, No, right? she wrote nine, I think. Nine. Yeah, Ooh. nine's coming up. We could have her in here for nine. Yeah. <laughs> Got to um, on the boys for nine. I know, I know you're, you guys are busy, but... um. So we start off the episode. Um, they get the phone call that um, Lorenzo is dead. Yeah. 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 You were on set the whole... So I actually wasn't. I Gabby was on set the whole time, and then I came out for about a week or so of shooting. Yeah, I was there yeah, for like a week. I could, I wasn't able to do the whole. So long, the whole episode. Yeah. I know. I know. I was like, oh, I hope I remember this episode. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, we did. We started off with uh, kind of like a around the world or intercuts of the Tejada kids, kind of like living their lives and actually having peak moments for each of them. You know, right. we got Kane winning a poker game or whatever. We had Drew finally drawing again for the first time. Mm-hmm. We had da- Diana hooking up with Salim and like each of them in their Damn. own peak. Sorry. <laughs> Um, and then having the world come crushing down when they heard the news about their father yeah, it's 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 crazy because you you said you said before we came and you love a funeral episode. Huh? I do. I've yeah. written so many. Fu- I wrote I wrote ghost funeral. I wrote Angela's funeral. Yeah. I wrote. I didn't write this funeral. Actually, Gabby ended up writing this funeral, but I wrote the Tariq at the cemetery scenes in this episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a yeah. Th- That scene was good with, with you and, um, yeah, Big Mama. Yeah. Ooh, bro, that, that scene was so good where you guys, she was like, you're going to end up just, just like, like your father. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. And he's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he's I like, know, he's like, yeah, he's like overlooking the whole thing. Like, <laughs> like you were overlooking Westing Holdings like Ghost was overlooking Truth. And he's like, yeah. It's my shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. It's like, crazy though how like the older kids are just enjoying life in the beginning, and then like it just goes to show that nothing could be too good in the universe. Of Bro, ever <laughs> nobody could enjoy anything for too long. Right. Can you tell us about that? Like stuff is never going good. Yeah. And and so what is the reason for that? Like like for example, the perfect example of this is no cap all frap uh-huh. is crushing it. Crushing. The boys are finally we, we got a uh, a connect. We got all this stuff, and now all of a sudden there's guns. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, like, it's like it can never be smooth. Yeah, right. We, like what happened to the drugs? 
Yeah, that was guns. So yeah, we no, you, we moved the drugs. Now they're like guns now. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. can you talk about how that has to come into play? I mean, I think listen on the most basic level, it's like it's super great for Brayden and Tariq if everything's going well, and it's super not fun to watch. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> right. 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 Like, so like okay. we gotta find the way where this drama is coming and where where may it be coming from an unexpected direction. Right, mm-hmm. right, that yeah, because that was kind of out of left field. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, and then we got to move the gun. So, so we'll kind of talk about everything not going great with Brayden and Tariq. <laughs> so we have our little fight scene. Damn, that was a tough one. Yeah. Yo, you know what's crazy? That seemed like how how many times did we do we we didn't do it that many times. We did it right? No, we did it like maybe like two or three times. And I honestly don't even think they use like the best takes. Yeah, for they us. did it. I don't think they use the best tapes take at all. Yeah, because we had some like crazy had some tapes. Real, like even not even just like the fighting, like the actual like the words. Right. Yeah. I feel like we had a few more. Um, a few more takes that were like, yeah. You know, like, I feel like this whole episode, was like, well, me like specifically, I had like had a few more. I don't know. I, feel I like felt I the same. I felt like, like I had. I, I was in a little pocket. bit. Yeah. I feel like I wasn't in pocket for a lot of this shit. But yeah. I'm like, I'm like, whatever. Hey. Yeah. But it but works. for for the people asking, um, also my fit for that fight was so fire. Yeah, it, it was, was fire. You, you ripped, you, ripped you ripped it. it. Yes, That's right. Yes, I ripped my pants that day. When I, when I, Those were like four thousand dollars pants. Yeah, 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 they were expensive as shit. They actually did like a breakdown on Instagram. They, like the whole fit is like eight bands. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was it culture shock for you when you came on the show and you saw all like the crazy outfits? Were you like, damn? Cause you're mostly in like suits, anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not they're really billionaire like... suits. So yeah, yeah. they right. gotta be they're, nice. They're, they're, they're nice suits, nice coats. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Coats are crazy. Yo. They have like the double breasted yeah. coats. Yeah. They got like the. What happens to those coats? <laughs> <laughs> Do they use them? Yeah, you gotta talk to Frank Fleming. Yeah, yeah. Frank Fleming but but like it, that doesn't really happen on shows. Like you're mostly getting like secondhand stuff. They go to like thrift shops. Like that's where most a lot of the wardrobe comes from. The well depends on the it show. depends what the show is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends on the show. You know, and it's. A mixture of it but yeah this is a very tailored show yeah. especially with like with you know with the where Tariq is going now because mm-hmm. yeah, in the business world yeah, yeah, yeah business yeah, world yeah. Like, everyone's tailored you know mm-hmm. yeah and they find they find the perfect balance between like being tailored and still having like the swag at the same yeah. time. Especially for us, like being on Wall Street, the swag. Got yeah, it. I I definitely want Frank to come in here and talk about the specifics of why he chooses things for certain characters yeah, because, because they actually choose like the color of outfits for certain scenes and right. even for like the you know like the color of the outfits that the the character picks for the whole episode. It kind of like plays like goes in hand in hand with what they're going through or what another character is going through. It's actually crazy. So yeah. Gotta get Frank on here, bro. Frank pull up on the guys, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is interesting. But also, um I uh I wasn't getting slammed like that. <laughs> Everyone was like, dude, your right. back must be hurting. They they would not let me do it. I wanted to do yeah. it. I was they like I, let him, yeah. yeah, I was like, I'll do it, but they wanted the stunt double to do it. It was so funny to see because we were you know I was on set that day <laughs> yeah. and we had the stunt doubles for both mm-hmm. of you and they looked so much like you when you guys were yeah. dressing the same outfit. So I've got photographs of like them sitting against the wall and you guys right. fighting or vice versa, and it's like you kind of almost can't tell who is who. Especially right. if you look like from like from behind, from certain like, angles, it's the, yeah. it was weird. Yeah. It was like the, it was like the one of the weirder on set moments I've had of just like wait, my I feel like I'm crazy right now because there's double everything. Yeah. They'll literally put on the same outfit as us. Yeah. And they, Speaking they, of the same outfit, yeah, I got like four of those, so I know one of them can go. <laughs> Because, yeah, I put them on all the stunt doubles. So yeah. I know one of them could come That's home with your bullet. Yeah, I have up. a suit, so I, I don't even, I never wear suits. I don't even care. I'm like, take it, whatever. But I see that Amiri in there. I'm like, Frank, give me that Amiri. Um, okay, so then so then we go over um, to the Russian stuff. Mm-hmm. So w- last episode, what, where did we leave off with the Russians into? You, you don't really remember. I don't really remember. <laughs> <laughs> She's so far into her next show. Oh, so, this is so long ago. It was a year ago that we yeah. shot this. Right. Yeah. So, so, so changed. Yeah, we, yeah. We, you killed the Russian. Yes. And they thought it was um, because it was supposed to be a white right. face. Right. Right. So then they thought that um, that it was the Tahadis. What is the Tahadis? Right. So then uh, Monet blamed the kill of Lorenzo uh-huh. basically on the Russians. Right. So obviously Drew takes that into his own hands yep. and he goes to um, where they hang out. Mm-hmm. So he stabs, he stabbed one of them, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Vadim, I think he stabbed like yeah, in the ribs. Vadim. Right. We shot that actually at the Russian tea room, which was dope. Yeah. I did hear that yeah, was really cool. That was really that's cool. Crazy. And that's in the city? It's in the city, the yeah. The ambiance in that scene was fire. Though. Like yeah. when he's walking yeah. in, you see everything like, and then you see it's them like sitting reds down. And, yeah, yeah, it's fire. The reds and then all the lights are Fine. Yeah. So, um, and then we go to the funeral later, yeah. and then the Russians show they come up. In. Oh, yeah. Man, they get they got back. Yeah. Which was like up. old school power. Fire. Yeah. Shooting up a funeral. funeral. Yeah. 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 Like that's. We Were you that. on set for that day or not? I wasn't. Gavin was covering. Ah, damn. I, know. I, I was. I, I was curious to see yeah. like like what it was like, but yeah. um, 
Uh, I think yeah. it, I, I mean I'm, I'm sure it was a very long day because there were so oh, yeah. many characters in those scenes that it's the coverage you have to do it probably was two days actually if I had to guess Man, that right. definitely um, yeah two long days yeah yeah, sure. yeah. Right. had to be um, it's funny I like actually watching the episodes with my little brother because he doesn't know much about like mm-hmm. how stuff happens so I get in his head sometimes so Mike can you talk about how they do the subway scenes the subway scenes oh that was actually crazy. We actually shut down the subway yeah. for um for a few hours during that scene. Um, it was completely quiet. We were the only ones in the, in there. They were operating the train like we had the full control of the train and everything. Like we were just it was just a crew, some background, and then was Which, just getting where, to work. Where did you shoot that? What uh, what stop? What train? Um, that was I think Delancey. I believe. Yeah, I think I mean the Delan- sign said Delancey. Yeah, I, I think remember. It, yeah, like I think when was, we watched it on the show, it, it did right. Yeah, it was yeah, Delancey yeah. then. I think it was Delancey. Yeah. It's wild. My little brother literally was like, um, so they have to hop in, and then, right. and then in 30 seconds they have to shoot that? Nah, nah, and I was nah, like, nah. yeah. I was like, nah, they <laughs> shut it down. Like, Yo, imagine having to shoot like that, though. Oh that would God. be literally impossible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could never do it. Yeah. But honestly, that's like how like a lot of filmmaking can be, though. Mm-hmm. Um, gorilla. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, gorilla yeah. filmmaking Those is Those are the like, best, though. Yeah, yeah. Those are the best. Yeah. I love gorilla. You see, like, the NYU students like trying to make their films, too, yeah. like running out of the subways or whatever. You said all over LA as well. I did this movie years ago, The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. And yes, you were they, in that. <laughs> I love that movie. They, I'm, I'm like the Forrest Gump of this business. Like you're like in the background of all these different movies. And so they, we we've shot a lot of that on like in in Astoria on on um in, at Abbey Kaufman, but also on real tracks that were dead, like uh, Hoyt Skimmerhorn. And you, there's all these dead tracks that you have no idea about. Like you just like go over a few tracks, and there's like tunnels and tunnels and tunnels that you never even see on your day right, going yeah, back because yeah. they don't use them. No, no. Yeah. So we we I remember we had to get we had to get like trained, like to take a, a class or whatever to go down into the tracks to walk to those dead tracks to shoot down there, and it's wild. We breathed in a lot of black stuff. Yeah, it was awesome. But it was fun shooting the movie. I mean, uh, Tony Scott was amazing as a as a director yeah. to work with. Yeah, yeah. What was the craziest set you ever were on? Crazy, <laughs> crazy like in a good way, not crazy in like the director's like gonna like punch you in the head, like ah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've seen those too. Yeah, I, I figure because yeah. you've been uh, in a lot I, of shit. I, it's let's see, crazy as far as fun. I, I mean, I just had fun and I was in Calgary shooting this movie called The Thicket uh, with Peter Dinklage, and that was the, it was it's a, it's a western, and we're all like back in the day, and 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 we're shooting every day outside and like in snow that's like two or three feet deep, and. And like riding horses, and this, and it was dope. It was really dope, you know. Yeah, it it was cool. It was tough because like it's like it's real wilderness, you know. We're shooting outside of Calgary, but we had a great crew. We had a great cast. Um, yeah, it was it was tough though. Like horse stuff, that's it, it's not easy. Did no. you have to ride a horse? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god! And I and I loved it. You know, like it's funny. I was um, so I had to do some horse training for for the old man, and like it. That's a it's a it's a dope show. I don't know if you ever seen it, but it's a dope show. But we ended up because of the COVID shutdown, and then Jeff Bridges, who's on the show, ended up getting lymphoma. And we had to shut down again. I never shot anything as far as on the horses, but the horse training came into came in handy for for this other thing. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of times um, they'll teach actors what you know. If you book something and you, you know you're a sword fighter, this and that, they'll put you through like rigorous it's training. It's one of the best things about best this part, job. Right, you get to live so many different lives: right. horse training, sword training, language, what, whatever. You, you get to be live. A basketball so- player, Yo, you can like learn it, so yeah. many different things. What, what's the crazy thing you had to learn? I remember once I did. What did you say? You UFC fighter. That, that that I did. I did a show. Oh, I'm dating myself. <laughs> I did a show called Numbers back in the day. Oh. And 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 I got to play a UFC fighter, and I love combat sports. And so they brought in like some a UFC fighter to train me. Who was it? I, I, oh, I forget his name. It wasn't like like, like and uh, it's just somebody in in the UFC. Right. And and it was and this other dude was training me um Muay Thai, and oh, man, I was nice. so right. sore, but yeah. it was it was it was dope. Yeah, so I got to like run toss around at this big arena, at octagon, and so on. But this is stuff like when I graduated, the UFC had just started, and I had considered going in that direction. And uh, and but like, it would have been a very different life. So so this was like no billionaire it, suits. That's no, for sure. no, no. That smile. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, that been but it's the, the glory of it, knowing your body that well, knowing just 
pushing yourself to the limit. So now just play one on TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best of both worlds. Right. It's so much better because you get like like you're like not actually getting hit and then the scene you're like cut okay I'm gonna go to my trailer. <laughs> I'm gonna go get my massage now. Okay. Get my feet my rub. Spinach, yeah. <laughs> oh. you know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, on on to where um I loved this scene where you and Effie are in the car oh. and you are driving. Yeah. So that was a green screen, I could tell. No, I, I was think driving. It was. No, oh, no, 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 no. I was driving actually. I was driving. No, you... there was there was some footage, but not the it. whole way though. Yeah, yeah. Not the whole entire like the whole entire time. I was driving a little bit, like you know, like it, it, yeah. It looked green screen, so maybe well, most it... a lot of it. I think did we do a green? The screen long there? drive part of what was green screen, and then when you pulled into the screen, yeah, when you pull into the thing, that yeah. was real. Where yeah. where you I pull in and you're at the lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the green screen was definitely while you guys were having the conversation driving. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's, yeah, bro, that's, that's was crazy. Whose choice was it to give me that red lamb truck, though? That was fire. Oh, I don't know who picked the car. I'm sure that was some combination of Gabby and right. Erica Watson, who directed it, and mm. probably Nick Props. Yeah, um, my guy Nick. Shout yeah. out to Nick. <laughs> but we, did, we wrote some sort of like luxury car into it, and then once we got to production, they get to fire. decide. Why did you guys write that in? Because um, I was supposed to be taking her on like a nice date well, or something so, like that, Yeah, right? and it was actually, we had... Decide. We had written that before we decided that you were going to get a car, mm. so you would have had to rent a car anyway. Yeah. So, and then once you got a car, we're like, okay, we want it, it can't be the car that we know you have because you're taking her out there. We can't, you know, you don't want to be seen doing anything. So right. we had to get you us. And we were like, they it's, just came back from Italy. He's yeah. on a fucking high. Like, yeah, got the got the Italian truck. We came it was so Italy, funny. Everyone was Italian on the, truck. On the comments yeah. were like, um, Tariq finally gets a car. Now he's renting something. <laughs> listen, <laughs> man. Listen, man. You got to be strategic. Like I say, yeah, I didn't even want me to have a car. He's like, oh, he doesn't need a car he's gonna yeah. be too hot they're gonna yeah. see him he's a drug dealer well that's also what people are saying about yeah. about the Porsche they're like yeah, that's what I'm, yeah that's yeah. exactly what I'm saying so now this is this is what we do now that we hot with the Porsche we don't use it for everything right. we get the Lambo you know we get the Lambo truck murdering <laughs> someone in a Lamborghini truck is crazy yeah <laughs> definitely not conspicuous at all, yeah. <laughs> at all no. it's honestly almost so inconspicuous that you're like oh there's no way he did it there's no way he did it in a Lamb truck yeah right. um, but how was that scene with you and Alex because you guys were that was emotional nah, yeah, yeah. it was definitely a lot obviously you know Alex had to cry. It was like it was a it was a long, it was a long day as well. It was it was kind of like hot. I think that day. it was kind of weird that they you know we shooting like the weirdest time yeah, temperatures, yeah. but um yeah it was a great scene. Me and Alex, she's a great scene partner. We yeah. always locked in. So like it was it was great. Me and just getting to play with those emotions, going up and down, up and down, and yelling and you know it was just it was yeah. dope. Shout out to Alex. Yeah. She, she killed that shit. Yeah. How did she, she get back? Great in that scene. How did she get back? Chris is laughing. Did you have that same question? How did she get back? I saw that on Twitter a couple times too. Did you? Yeah. I I mean, Uber, I don't know. Yeah, she's got a phone. (laughs) It's so funny because. She probably fucked around with cold cane, bro. Right. (laughs) It's it's so funny because. People like need to know yeah. the little things. Like, yeah, for right? example, when when we uh, left Italy mm-hmm. after I got beaten up, and then and then Tree gets me in the car. Yeah. They're like, we didn't see um, Brayden uh, get on the plane back to. <laughs> mm. They just thought I was right. left in Italy, <laughs> but really, I was in that scene in the lobby. Remember, uh-huh. we shot that. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. I was in that scene, but they probably just cut it cut for time because they yeah. got to cut stuff for time. But it's like if you added in all those minute things, the show would be so boring. Like, yeah. okay, we have to get Effie Ubering back. She's yeah. just in the back. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> when did they brush their teeth? Yeah, right. it's like it's so. Right. I'm surprised nobody said we didn't see Tariq get his license. How he got a car? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I know we only ever saw him have one driving lesson with Tommy right. and Howard. That's yeah, all. After that, I got my license. It's like so, the minute things. Is just like we're seeing the highlight of these people's day. Exactly. Mm. It's like no one's brushed their teeth in power ever. Okay. <laughs> but also, so then Effie. Shows up and we're locked out of um we're locked out of the Weston building. Yep. Which he locks me out of my I'm like, this is a fucking Weston building. <laughs> so me and Effie have that exchange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then cut over to then we go to Westing Holdings yeah. and then Tariq is locked out of How the tables have turned. But but what I did love at the end of that episode is we did kind of have that ghost and Tommy moment where we were at the um the we, dock. we were yeah, cool right but we right. had to make shit work right it was like, it was like yeah whatever yeah Natural. it's like listen this is what we got to do to survive mm-hmm. so um we, we don't have a choice it, it was, a, was fire a fire scene, scene. I, I I love that um that location that location yeah. is actually right next to um the warehouse where yeah, it is. um uh, no man Obi's warehouse that's is. right yep. yeah yeah, yeah. And then it, we had that. It oh, was so. cold that night, I it think. It was. It was, was cold shit. Yeah. <laughs> it took that long to do that scene, too. It was yeah. freezing, bro. Yeah. I'm like, bro, 
Yeah, we was by the water. Yeah, because we was by the water and everything. Yeah. Windy. Yeah. You don't tough. have to do any of that stuff because tough. all the You're just always in the office. Is in luxurious <laughs> places. The jet, the office. Yeah, the jet, yeah. office. He's I'm like, hold on. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. He's yeah. never complaining. Right. It could have been so different for you, man. You could have been Obi. You could have been in that warehouse. Yeah. <laughs> that warehouse almost yeah. killed me, man. Is the warehouse cold? Got him sick. One day. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, we'll we'll talk we'll talk about because it's so funny what what happens like what what the scene actually was. Yeah. Um, but what what's the favorite thing up to this point in episode? We are in episode six. What's the, the your favorite scene you've done so far as RSJ? Oof. <laughs> then I put you on the spot. All right, I'm gonna go over to Monica. Think it's, about tough it for a second. To, it's tough to not spoil it too, because yeah. he might fuck around and think like, "Damn, exactly. this one is from episode we'll, eight. If you spoil it, we'll just cut it. Uh, so you don't have to worry. I'm not spoiling it. The jet scene only yeah. happened, right? Yep. Yeah. That was fun shooting on the. That was fun. The yeah. private jet. Yeah. We yeah. actually yeah. were yeah. at a hangar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That, was that was dope. That was yeah. fine. That was fun. Yeah. He was looking swagged out that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody. And the Black country trucks. club stuff. The yeah, country club yeah, stuff was yeah, cool yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he. What are you talking about? No, he. No, 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 not the the party. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is yeah. where we're introduced to RSJ was mm. was right. at the um at the country oh, club, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was, it was fun. like a conference, wasn't it, or something like that? The speech. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And then and then David Walton, mm. who plays uh, Uncle, Uncle Lucas, Lucas, he comes in, he goes, "The chopper's leaving in ten. <laughs> like he's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. He's like, "Let's get to Everybody the chopper." Everybody, get to the chopper. Yeah, <laughs> that was another good day. Um, but yeah, there's some RSJ stuff coming yeah. up that we're yeah. gonna get into. So I, I, I can't yeah. wait to see it. Yeah, I can't yeah. wait to see it. <laughs> but um, what's your favorite thing you've ever written on Power? Your favorite ever. scene? Oh God. Okay. Um, one of my favorites was I got to write Tariq's eulogy for Ghost, Ooh, and like writing it was one. really satisfying. And we were in the writers' room, and I kind of just got sent off, to, and I was like, "I'm gonna go write the eulogy." And I was like, "I don't even know how to start." And I went to my office, and I just kind of like had a, a spark of energy mm -hmm. and like, and like inspiration. So I like I did it real quick, and then I went back into the room, and I was like, "What do you guys think of that?" And they were like. I think that's it. <laughs> and so it kind of was that. And yeah. then, so that was really exciting. And then I got to be on set when Michael did it. And this mm. is the only time I've seen this happen, but he worked his, this is not the only time I've seen him work his ass off. <laughs> but he yeah. did work his ass off. He was so prepared. And then he went up and he, he did it. And he did it several times. And at the end of it, when we cut, the whole crew and yeah, cast applauded and stood oh, up and just gave him a standing O. That out scene to, was fine. Shout out to Lorenz, great. man. Shout out to Lorenz. Yeah. He helped me a lot during that scene. He was just like, he took me to, he pulled me to the side before we started filming. He's like, listen, my brother, you got this. And I don't know exactly what he told me, but he told me like a, a good piece of information that just stuck with me for that whole day. And I was just like, yeah, we, we ready. I'm ready to get into yeah. it. But yeah, that was a crazy, that was a crazy scene. I love that scene. That I was, remember seeing that scene. I was like, yeah, they didn't even use the one where I cried the most. Though. That's true. But <laughs> I, think that, I mean, I think it's good because I yeah, think yeah. the character needed to maybe be a little bit, mm -hmm. a little more, still a little like right. tie back. But mm -hmm. yeah, there was one that was really emotional. Yeah, too. it's so funny as actors. Sometimes you're like, damn it, that was not the best. Thing. <laughs> I know. You just have to let it mm -hmm. go yeah. Yeah. because they honestly they choose they choose what they choose for a reason. So right. the director yeah. will go in and they'll work. Yeah, they'll work with the editor and the network to try and. Um, figure that out. What, what's something that do you remember a scene and something crazy that you did that got cut or yeah. something that you love that that really broke your heart? My, mine was definitely uh, yeah. at the end of season at the end of season two for where when Bart directed they, uh -huh. they cut an emotional scene. Oh wait, mm. what was the scene? Can you it, it was where where I was breaking the um oh, okay. the picture of of me and Trace. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. before you guys say I cut him off after that question, <laughs> I was giving him a moment to think because he looked he looked a little puzzled. I was, Everyone's always like, you're always talking. I'm like, that's the podcast! <laughs> I'm trying to recap the episodes and do them justice. <laughs> Michael likes to hang out. He's cool. He's chill over there. Well, my thing is, like, I just love listening to people speak. And then, I, like, sometimes when I hear people speak, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to ask them this. And then I'll just fall back into listening to them. And I forget <laughs> what the fuck I was about to ask. I'm like, damn. And I'm like, yeah, that was that's great. <laughs> and then I'm like... Yeah, that's great, man. <laughs> I like to speak, and everyone's like, Johnny's speaking the whole episode. I'm like, I, I wish I wasn't. I hate my own voice. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> I'm sweating in here. <laughs> the, you know, when, um, I mean, you, that happens all the time. You shoot something, and then they, they cut it, and, and, uh, but they, some, it happens all the time where they cut it so, in ways they're like, oh, well, you could have got that, you could have got yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, um, so I'm I'm like I love like, I mentioned the old man before and it's a show that I love I love doing this show, uh, and we I, we trained for, I was training to for like maybe a week or two like they had built this whole town and uh, where I was like storming this entire town to get the sniper, 
Like that, and and so I go through building after building after taking out all these folks, you know, and then making sure not to shoot the kids and this sort of all the it's get to the next step, all that stuff. Um, but this really cool dude, it was a he was a, a Navy Navy SEAL who was training me like to do, do it proper, and to and then go up, then get to the building, then go up the building and taking out whoever, all that stuff, and, uh, and sh- shot it all beautifully. Um, to to eventually get into the right room. Look for the sniper, and then and 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 take out the sniper. So my my team, my you know, can now proceed on. And the whole this small town was built just for this scene, which is oh, why. No. Damn. And uh, and then when they had cut it, and it's like, I know, I know, you feel. <laughs> and then they got, I want to see it now. <laughs> they, they, we had coordinated this whole thing, room after room, building after building, entering, exiting. It took days, right? Then running, yes, yeah. it took days. Yeah. And then, you know, and we, we, our, our, our fight team, like same fight team from John Wick. We had all, like, we had, like amazing stunt, stunt, stunt coordinators. And, um, you, yeah, but like you said, you know, this, this, you know, they have to make their time. They have to, there's so many other things happening in the scene. I mean, in the in the episode besides that amazing thing that you, you know, you you put together. But like that, that that, that oh. you know, it's like, oh, like, could they maybe just send it to me? Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so I, I can still throw it on the reel. I can still throw it on the reel. You know, it, it was it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It's yeah. heartbreaking. Yeah. As Yo, that. Yeah, that and so no, but no one who watches it will ever know. Yeah, no, but no, then you, no, you everyone's all like, oh, that's dope, and you're like. Oh. Yeah, oh. but I did something else. Man. No. I did a whole. What? It's not in there. No. <laughs> it's such a good point, though, too, because it's like I was rereading the script for episode three hundred six um, after I watched the episode, and there's so much that just got cut because for time and for production purposes, for whatever yeah. reasons, and so like you know we feel those losses when we know. Right, writers. But even as um, as a viewer, it's like sometimes there's questions of like, well. That didn't quite track, and it's like it mm. did in the script. Right. And we did shoot it. We just didn't have enough time to include it, it all right. in the Good cut. Well, was it, you didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> was there something specific that you remember that got cut from the episode? So this, yeah, I was. I had forgotten all the specifics until I reread the script. But there was a whole Drew and Everett storyline in this in episode three hundred six, where Everett mm. showed up at the repast, and he and Drew had a hookup, and they kind of like, you know, ever ever no Drew. Through the idea of like, what if I came back to Oklahoma City with you? And Everett's like, I think I remember. You that. should be on. You should definitely get out of being with your family. But that maybe not that. Right, right. <laughs> um, right. I remember that. And it just it didn't make it. Yeah. I don't remember if we shot it or not, but it definitely was in the script. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. yeah. It's 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 heartbreaking. Come on, everyone's asking for for ninety minute episodes, all right? Make them longer, okay? But, but pay the boys more. <laughs> we, we do got to get paid more. But um, <laughs> you, you just realized the contradiction, right? A ninety minute episode. Cost more, but then pay the boys more. And then, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing: I think we solved it. <laughs> I didn't solve anything. Actually, I was yeah. gonna be like, people are on the app more, but that doesn't make any more money for them. So <laughs> the episodes are gonna stay at 55 minutes, <laughs> and the boys are gonna continue to get paid what they get. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Thank you for having yeah, us. I appreciate yeah, it. Absolutely. Do you have to p- plug anything coming out? You got your movie coming out that you just shot. Well, Hell that, yeah, let that, him know. That won't be out for a while. The Thicket, that was really dope. You know, make sure you check out season two of uh, of uh, of The Old Man. I am working currently on a death penalty case of a man named Billy Allen. And we have been trying to get Billy out of prison. He's been locked up for 26 years for a crime he did not commit. And he's on death row. So he's all his appeals are up and they could... You know, they can kill him anytime. So we um we were fortunate enough that that Dr. Phil like chose the show, chose Billy's story to be the subject of the very last Dr. Phil episode that he's retiring, and it'll air like in a, in a month or so. So please stay tuned for that. They his his last you know hope is basically a presidential pardon. So we want to make sure we get as much attention to that case as possible. Um, so yeah, you can t- go. You can find it on freebillyallen.com. Freebillyallen. Um, like my my company, Liberated People, will be will be selling a a, a hoodie, a different hoodie than Trayvon hoodie because we're also so helping to support the Trayvon Martin Foundation, but a different hoodie to help raise money where some of the proceeds will be going towards the the camp, Billy's campaign. So definitely check that out. Hell yeah! Damn, dude, Bang is doing all like cool shit for people, and I'm like, follow my TikTok, <laughs> <laughs> my YouTube. My... Damn, you got, you got that million followers. Yeah, you got million followers on TikTok. But uh, but I'm so sorry. But no, no, no. But thank you for using oh. your your huge platforms no, to, like no, for no. these cases for for this case. Right. I, I gave you all some Trayvon 
hoodies. So now y'all definitely have to post wearing the yes. hoodies. <laughs> yeah, so sure. that, so you're, you're you're doing good work. So thank you for doing that. I really yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, and yeah, I also know. appreciate like a, a year ago when we were um, filming, Benga came up to to Michael and I and. He, because Crew Has It probably was out for like three, four months, and I will never forget that he came up to me. He's like, what you guys are doing is absolutely incredible. Like, he, I, I didn't really know Bang at this point, and he's like, I'm so proud of you guys. Like, you, you have, you, you're using your voice, you're, um, you know, you're talking about the stuff that you love, you're having people come on and talk about what they love, so it, it, it really did mean a lot. It is so smart what you guys have yeah, been yeah. doing. I, 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 I salute you. I talk about y'all to others. I'm on so many different sets. I'm like, yo, you see what these brothers are doing? Not just, not, not just on this Damn, offset. Damn, brother! <laughs> But it's, yes! it's really, it's just really smart. You're taking your, you're taking hold of your career and then spinning it in all the. I mean, it's it's just smart. And 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 please pay it forward. Talk to other folks, actors coming up, coming out. Just they teach them to do what you guys are doing. Incorporate them to doing and build like y'all yes, building sir. with other folks. It's, it's great what you're doing. Thank you so much, man. It really means Absolutely. a lot. And and uh, I, I res we respect you so much. Your work, <laughs> everything, like for real legend. though. Like I'm old. you're a legend. <laughs> you're a legend. You're a legend, man. Monica. Uh, uh, I, as I said, I moved down from Power and from Ghost, so I'm working on a new project. We it hasn't been announced yet. Hopefully, we'll be able to soon. I'm gonna announce it when it happens. When the announcement comes, yeah. I'm gonna announce it on here. I'm gonna Thank I'm gonna replug Monica. Thank yeah. you. Um, but Instagrams like make sure yeah. you. Yeah, um, I'm Instagram at monica.c.mitchell. I like to post some behind the scenes. She has pictures. the fires behind yep. the scenes. <laughs> I posted some stuff on Crew Has It yesterday. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. She has the cool. best yeah. fire. She has the best behind the scenes. Because everyone's so fun on set, so yeah, we get yeah, to yeah. capture yeah. all that stuff. But yeah, that's where I put, do my most. Benga, what's your Instagram? At Benga Kinabe. At, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. At G-B-E-N-G-A-A-K-I-N-N-A-G-B-E. -N -N -E. Also, at Liberated People. Yes. Nice. We're gonna we'll put that on the screen because it's it's uh I'm not smart. Michael. But um Michael Rainey Jr. on Instagram and uh Where's Twenty Two on Instagram and TikTok. Where's 22 on YouTube? Go subscribe. Um, yeah, we're doing cool stuff. And that's just it. You know? Listen, this is why Michael Rainey Jr. is my brother, my best friend, everything. I was at 995K TikTok followers, and he posted a video of you, of the boys together, and I hit that Millie. Yeah! So, so that goes to Mike over there for the little boost, okay? Um, but yeah. We finally got that mail, though. Yeah, finally got that mail. We got Johnny V. Pill on TikTok, Instagram. The boys is going on tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We out. We Rhode Island. Tour. Rhode yeah. Island, May 6th. I'm coming home, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's bringing with, and he's bringing me with him. You know, he's bringing <laughs> me to the hometown. So we're going to come turn up. I pull up on the boys. That's at Lit Lounge on May 6th. And then the following weekend, the we boys are going. We ain't Michael's taking me to the 6th. Yeah, six, I'm going to take him to, yeah, to the 6th. So, yeah, we outside. Yeah, All we got some hostings coming up. So, um, check out for those dates. Thank you so much, Michael. Give us one. Listen, man, the crew has it, baby. Yes, sir. The crew has it and you have it. Thank you so much, Monica. Thank Thanks you so much, Benga. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So fun. I love it. Yeah, it was a great episode. Oh, thank, thank you. you. I love that I got to be on it. Thank you. Thank you so much, Monica. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.